0: This is Morning Joel with Sister Ignatia from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Morning Joel is a production of Spoke Street Media.
1: Wake up. Hi, Sister Jacetta Rose. Hi, Sister oh. Ignatia. You look excited. I am excited. I've never been on a podcast before.
0: Well, I love making dreams come true.
1: Mm-hmm. Jesus makes all dreams come true.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen.
1: Amen. <laughs> trying to imitate him and <laughs> always aren't we all
0: I yeah. mean I didn't really fulfill your dream of having cold brew but it is cold
1: coffee so. I you know I think it's pretty tasty so yeah I'm happy I don't know coffee just in general makes me happy so you know that what's that saying I can do all things through Jesus and coffee uh, yes yeah that's Printed on a our mug life near you
0: somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> that's our life <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, it's
1: more than that. But you know it helps wake up in the morning. <laughs> um,
0: would you care to give everyone just like a brief, hey, this is Sister Josetta Rose.
1: Okay. Yeah. So hello everyone, whoever listens to this. <laughs> who, knows? <laughs> who knows?
0: Who knows <laughs> who listens to this?
1: So my name is Sister Josetta Rose. Yeah, I am almost about a month old novice. About a month ago, August 1st, I was invested in my habit and got my new religious name. We'll get to that. I am originally from Minnesota, Southeast Minnesota, a little bit north of Rochester. Graduated from Winona State University um, in 2017 with a chemistry teaching degree, but I did not go right into that. I became a focus missionary, the Fellowship of Catholic University students, and they can send you wherever they need you, whatever focus campus. I happened to be sent to Ball State University chirp chirp to all you, you know, ball state people out wonder there. I wonder if it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know I had to yeah, do it. I did yeah. You did. Um, you did. Yeah. So I got sent to Ball State. And when I got there, one of our sisters, Sister Mary Mata, was just entering that year. And I heard all about her. I'm like, who is this girl? And I got to come to her entrance <laughs> ceremony, which was my first time ever at a convent. So that was exciting. And yeah. So I spent two years as a focused missionary and my second year, I really started discerning my vocation more intentionally. I had started getting to know our sisters who were visiting our campus every so often. And I came on my first retreat the fall of my second year as a missionary and just kept coming back. Very long story short, <laughs> I kept coming back and they, you know, everyone decided to keep me, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You entered 2020. Wow. I
1: did. (laughs) That was a wild year, huh?
0: (laughs) Jesus changed your life. Yeah. Changed the world. Mm -hmm, Hey. mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So Mm. I entered, yeah, entered about a year ago, Mm. actually. Yeah. I was a postulant for a year. Mm -hmm.
0: So, yeah. So we're going to talk about, yeah, your brand new sister. Mm -hmm. And then, so that means you've been in the county for a year. So we'll talk Mm -hmm. about what that's like. Maybe let's talk about first just like what, investiture was like. So investiture is the ceremony where our postulant becomes a novice. So she becomes a sister for the first time. So it was only a month ago, a very special day. So if you want to like maybe go through that a little bit.
1: Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's hard to put words to it in a way because, you know, it's this day that you're really looking forward to and preparing for throughout your postulancy. I mean, it's not the end goal, but it's a very exciting You know, time and ceremony, or becoming an official sister, receiving your habit, receiving your name, and becoming an official member of the community, you know, something that since really starting to discern religious life and feeling called to this community, something that I've desired for a long time. But that day, yeah, so I'm the only one in my class. So I was the only one invested that day in the year of St. Joseph, you know, (laughs) so that was pretty exciting. Yeah, I remember just, That whole week beforehand, we had a retreat, right, leading up to preparation for that time, preparation for our sisters making final vows, and the retreat was very beautiful. I mean, it was all about the cross, and but I think there's a big grace that I got from that retreat that helped prepare me for Investiture Day, too, and one of those big things in my prayer was, okay, it was towards the end of the retreat, a couple days before Investiture, I'm thinking about Wow, I'm about to be invested. I'm about to hear my new religious name that the Lord has spoken over my life since the beginning of time, right? That He's had in mind. And wow, how do I even process (laughs) that? And I remember telling the Lord in prayer, there was this moment I said, Okay, Lord, this is exciting. You know, I'm excited to receive my habit, I'm excited about my new name, but I don't want to just look like a sister. I don't want to just. Look like your bride. I don't want to just look holy, you know. Mm -hmm. I want to be all of these things, you know. I want the outside to reflect the inside. And oh, he's so good to us, right? He's so, (laughs) you know, he just gently put on my heart and he said, You can already be all of those things, but I need you to leave room for the becoming. So you can already be my bride you can already be holy you can already be a sister but leave room for the becoming that's going to happen throughout the rest of my life mm-hmm. right because just because you become invested and you mm-hmm. become a sister you don't a flip doesn't switch and you become this whole uh-huh. you know you still have all your stuff right <laughs> yeah. you still come in with all uh-huh. your imperfections and weaknesses mm-hmm. and all of that and also you know your gifts and talents like all of that still comes Mm. with you you're still yourself Mm. just yeah with a new name and a new step in life that was kind of leading up to that Mm -hmm. day so that was a big grace and I've been thinking about it ever since but that day yeah I remember getting up you know we have mass and I was still (laughs) postulant and (laughs) just getting excited that whole morning I was still kind of enclosed so like everyone else couldn't really talk to me except for a few sisters around and um Went for a walking rosary that morning with the rest of the novitiate community just to get the jitters out and (laughs) calm down a little, you know. Um, And, yeah, that ceremony, though, it was all the sisters, you know, in our community are there. And everyone's excited about it, right? I feel like everyone else was just as excited Mm as I was. Um, Yeah, special. (laughs) Yeah. And sitting there in the front pew, you know, and, oh, goodness, just... Sister Angela, our provincial superior, gave this very, very beautiful exhortation. Well, even before that, though. Mm -hmm. So the priest blesses, you know, the habit and you are given the habit. You know, there's a whole formal like Mm -hmm. ceremony. But so I remember being given the habit. You know, all the sisters are singing and starting to pray the rosary as I walk out. And I'm walking out with my habit in my hands to go change into it. And the two other novices came with at the time to help me learn the prayers that go Mm -hmm. with each part of the habit. And you were there taking pictures, which was fun. (laughs) It's like the
0: best job ever, by the way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I remember putting it on and just seeing myself in it as a novice for the first time, not knowing my name yet, Mm -hmm. but still just seeing the whole thing and having the other novices see see me Mm -hmm. in it too just the the whole excitement of it just a lot of joy and a lot of peace and coming back in though too I remember we had a few minutes we had to wait till the sisters finished the rosary went into our adoration chapel and two of our sisters were praying in there and walked in to pray for a little bit and one of them oh I mean both of them were Mm -hmm. just excited but I remember one of them just stood up and just oh my goodness, you know, this is so exciting. It's so exciting and gave me a huge hug and was half in tears. And Mm -hmm. yeah, just felt very loved and received too by my Mm -hmm. community and walked in, processed in all the sisters, you know, looking and, you know, many of them told me that that day is exciting for them because they remember their investiture day Mm -hmm. too. And just the excitement of receiving a new sister into the community and seeing their family grow and yeah, walked back in, sat in my pew, and Sister Angela, uh, Provincial Superior, gave this beautiful exhortation mm-hmm. about, basically about Saint Joseph. I mean, this is before I received my name or anything, and it's the <laughs> year of Saint Joseph, so she could have just been talking about him. But she gave this beautiful exhortation about Saint Joseph and how, yeah, he didn't get caught up in his weaknesses mm-hmm. and all. Of, it was just so beautiful. And at the end of that, too, she and invites me to come to the front where i'm up there and everyone's like on the edge mm-hmm. of their seat right everyone's trying to listen to the new sister's name and you know i remember too thinking a few days beforehand like oh i hope it's my top choice because we submit three different ones mm-hmm. and a reason why but you know i'm trying to be detached lord but i do really <laughs> in, front everyone, so yeah, in front of total. everyone so in front of everyone yeah
0: i want to react well <laughs> but
1: um yeah and uh, She says, okay, you will no longer be known in the world as Miss Brianna, but Sister Josetta Rose of St. Joseph. And you're supposed to give this response, you know. (laughs) You took a little while. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to say thanks be to God. But I think I just was trying to process, you know, she actually said the name. (laughs) Like she said, my top choice. Like that's my name that the Lord, my bridegroom, has called me. And, um, so eventually it hit me. Oh, yeah. Thanks be to God. <laughs> and, you know, everyone laughed. So it was it was really fun. Uh, yeah. And then afterwards, you know, just a gathering in mm-hmm. our main dining room and celebration and getting to say hi to all my yeah. sisters and hear them say my new name for the first time, too. And. It's exciting. I couldn't hear it enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, every time I would hear it, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's my name."
0: <laughs> she actually said that too. I did all day.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. So <laughs> joyful. Um, yeah. What I and anyone's listening might wonder, like, "Wow, I really want to see an investiture ceremony." No, oh. but mm-hmm. unfortunately, you can't mm-hmm. because I always thought there's a really beautiful thing about an investiture that, like, sister was just a rose was saying, like. It's when our family grows. Like, that's like us mm-hmm. welcoming a new sister. So it is just for our family. Like, it's very intimate. It's just the sisters. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, it demonstrates, like, the father's love so much because, like, you are welcomed into community and you mm-hmm. make zero promises <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. At first. Like, I love how that order happens. Like, yeah. Yeah. A sister doesn't profess vows for, like, mm-hmm. we. Spend a year here, which we'll talk about a little bit, and then further discerning. And then that's when we discern with the community mm-hmm. that I'm called to be a sister here. And the, the community accepts us, still in process. And, you know, it's not for another two years that we don't, that we actually like, profess vows of poverty, mm-hmm. chastity, obedience. I just thought, yeah, the community is just like opening their arms to us. And, yeah just
1: so like uh. i never thought about that in that Mm -hmm. way that's so true yeah yeah because i haven't made promises back Mm -hmm. yet or those vows yet Mm -hmm. yeah just
0: receiving
1: yeah you're just uh. Mm -hmm.
0: oh man let's talk about yeah your name for a little bit yeah let's do that you want to do that um yeah so maybe yeah like what maybe were the first kind of like inspirations that led you to the name and like I'm sure you had a lot of other names that (laughs) were coming across (laughs) your mind in the last year, Mm -hmm. uh, what that process of discernment was kind of like.
1: Mm -hmm. So my name that I received is Sister Josetta Rose. That, it's actually really funny because that was the last name I thought of. And also all three of the names. Chronologically. Yeah, chronologically. It wasn't like your um, least favorite. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't my least favorite. It was my top choice, actually. (laughs) But all three of the names I submitted, I never thought of before I entered the convent like I had other thoughts you know like my confirmation saint was Saint Veronica my chaplain where I worked uh, when he knew I wanted to enter religious life he was calling me Sister Joyful so I thought of something that had to do with joy like Letizia whatever yeah none of the names I submitted were what I thought of Mm -hmm. which is really beautiful to see as I enter to see where the Lord is leading in prayer Mm -hmm. and I think what first started coming up was this Theme of littleness. That was a really big theme that started coming up in the beginning. Like, I remember not long after I entered, I felt like the Lord t- said to me, Thank you for being here, my little bride. Mm-hmm. And that was just something that was so deep on my heart. And that, you know, eventually led into. St. Therese was coming up a lot. St. Therese of Lisieux, the little flower, you know, she's, she's such a stinker, you know,
0: um, <laughs> I've, I've heard <laughs> stalker, but I haven't heard stinker. Oh, I like, she, I like that. Oh, yeah. She's
1: both. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I have had in my past, I've had kind of this back and forth relationship with her. You know, Seems this like kind of yeah, yeah, this annoying mm. big little sister <laughs> that I'm like, okay, everyone loves you, Saint Therese. So I think you're a little Fine. overrated. But you know what? There's a reason everyone loves her, and I had to mm-hmm. come to realize that. Mm-hmm. But I remember saying to the Lord, like, okay, let's talk about your little flower here. She's kind of annoying every time. She's you know, she mm. always pops back into my life somehow, and I finally said, okay, what? St. Therese, what do you have to teach me? Because I know you're all about littleness, you know, and doing little things with great love. And what do you have to teach me Mm -hmm. about this theme of littleness? And when I finally opened my heart up to that, that led to so much in Mm -hmm. my prayer. It led to learning more about the Holy Innocents, who one of my name choices was after them. And just this, too, this idea of the Lord's providence and how He's the one who changes hearts through Any little thing I do or Mm -hmm. any little movement of my body, mind, or soul, he can do in his providence more with any little thing than I can do in a whole year's worth of ministry, right? And being able to learn that from her was very powerful. Mm -hmm. And I'm still, still learning more about that. So she came up a lot. And um, St. Joseph, too, he's (laughs) been—the couple of years before I entered, he— it started popping up more in my life. He's a very important patron in our community. And before I entered, I came to a point where I desire okay, I desire to enter religious life. Um, but one of the obstacles I had was my college debt. I had to pay off some of that before I could be in a place to enter. And I said, okay, if that's the only thing that seems to be an obstacle right now, mm-hmm. that's not enough. You know, that's not a big enough of a mountain and one of our sisters, on one of my visits, she encouraged me to start praying to St. Mm-hmm. Joseph for my debt and to be able to pay that off. And so our foundress, Blessed Mother Maria Theresia, she actually had a huge devotion to St. Joseph. And the sister told me about that, how St. Joseph, she called him her paymaster. Like she would take these Bills or any needs of the community to him, um, Mm -hmm. kind of put in a little slot in the back of this Saint Joseph statue that she had and entrust everything to him and his prayers. And so I said, okay, well, if that's good enough for her, let let me try. And um, so the year before I entered, I was working full time in ministry as well as fundraising to pay off some of my debt. And I remember praying novena after novena to him, just, you know, for my vocation, for my discernment, and also to be able to enter the community and pay off this debt and he oh my goodness his prayers there was so much provided in radical ways yeah it was unreal Mm -hmm. so he was a big big part of me even being able to be here and as I got to know him more after I entered too I realized he is a huge example of perpetual adoration Mm -hmm. which is you know Our charism. Mm -hmm. I mean, the sisters of St. Francis, a perpetual adoration. He was really the first perpetual adorer in the house of the holy family, right? He adored the Lord in Mary's womb, you know, when they were husband and wife. And when the the child Jesus, you know, he would be running around playing, you know, in the carpenter shop, probably. And he's adoring the presence of his Lord right there all the Mm -hmm. time through everything he's doing he's adoring the Lord. And I mean, that's our charism to live a life of adoration. And that's what he did. So I started to get to know him more in that way. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so my name is in honor of St. Joseph and St. Therese. So Josetta is uh, a feminine form of Joseph and Etta means little. So like a little Joseph. And then rose is uh, for St. Therese of Lisieux, the little flower. And a rose is also a symbol of beauty and life, which Mm -hmm. I desire to bring to the world through my vocation Mm -hmm. with my bridegroom. So, yeah, that's my name.
0: No, yeah it couldn't be more perfect <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah it's beautiful with mm-hmm. like each sister receiving mm-hmm. their name and like mm-hmm. and being invested as soon as it's spoken mm-hmm. I mean because all the other sisters don't know yeah. it's also a surprise to us so that as it's spoken there's usually this immediate at least I feel this in my my own heart and mind as I'm hearing it it's just like yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> that's it like that's who she is um mm-hmm. so just like that whole mm-hmm. that process is is beautiful mm-hmm. for like yeah, I don't mm-hmm. find it's that difficult to, mm-hmm. yeah, because we also have to get used to calling you by mm-hmm. your new name. And I don't find that too difficult that, because like you hear it and you're like, yeah, that's
1: It's still taking time. Her, you yeah. know, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost <laughs> a month and I'm not, I mean, I'm not used to it yet. Yeah. It's really funny. Others, you know, I've been so used to being called Bree or Brianna my whole life, yeah. right? And others will say that name, you know, mm-hmm. and I won't even notice it until they correct themselves first. I'm right. like, oh yeah, that's right. Sister Josetta
0: Rose. <laughs> yeah. And after you were invested, you got to call your parents. Yeah. What was that
1: like? I did. Uh, so I got to call them that afternoon. And I had told my parents on my home visit in May my choices mm-hmm. for names. And my mom did really like that. And both of them really liked my top That's choice. Good. Okay. Sister Josetta Rose. So <laughs> I called them and I remember you know, they answered the phone. And they're like, Oh, hi, sister. Because my directors had texted them a uh-huh. picture of me in my habit, too. And so they got to see what I looked like, but didn't know my name yet. And they're like, Oh, hi, sister. You know, <laughs> you look so cute in your habit. <laughs> Mom. And um, so I told them, I said, Well, do you want to hear what my new name is? They're like, Well, yeah. And I said, Okay, it's Sister Josetta Rose. And mom said oh that's very beautiful I know that was your top choice and I'm so happy you got it and Mm -hmm. they said I think what melted my heart was when she passed the phone to my dad Mm -hmm. and he's such a big teddy bear Um, (laughs) and I've been praying a lot to St. Joseph for him this year through he's going through some illness Mm -hmm. right now and but to hear him pick up the phone, he said, well, hi, sister, Josetta Rose. I'm like, oh, dad. <laughs> so I asked them what they thought and they mm-hmm. said they really loved it. And they said, you know, seeing the picture and hearing the name, it hit them home a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I'm actually doing, you yeah. know, and what's actually happening in my Makes life sense. right now. And yeah. they're very excited, though, for me, too. And they're excited to see me in person for the first time. In- That's right this fall in about a month they'll get to come visit Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: that's beautiful yeah i love hearing stories about your parents (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i think maybe one last thing so you've been here a little about a year Mm -hmm. what do you feel are like some key things that the lord has like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: taught you through this like formation process that kind of hard to understand until you're actually here and he's like leading you and like oh this is what it's all about and like (laughs) okay okay lord
1: (laughs) yeah I think everyone in their vocational journey has this idea of what it's going to be like you know whether you're getting married one day you have this ideal of what it's going to be like Mm -hmm. with your family and your spouse and what it's going to be like being a parent but yeah as a sister too you have this idea or this ideal in your mind of this is what community life's going to be like, and this is what it's going to feel like when I have my habit and my new name. And it's been a journey this year just to grow and to learn more about my sisters, learn more about my family, my community, but also to learn more about my bridegroom and have him teach me more about myself. And learning from him who I am mm. um, through the process of yeah discerning my name too, because a part of that is. Lord, who am I? Who have you made me to be as your bride in this community and in the church and in the world? Who have you made me to be and how have you made me to love? So that's been a lot of my prayer this year, too. And I think, too, realizing this year, community life is so, there's so many beautiful things about it. It's hard to put into perspective, but yeah, we're also all human beings. Mm -hmm. So we're not perfect. So we have these little weaknesses and idiosyncrasies and we rub up against each other sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, but I think one thing I've learned this year that's been very healing is I can be weak and I can have mm-hmm. my imperfections and my sisters are still going to love me. Yeah, You know, in the right time, and the right place, they're going to call me higher and to be more of who I'm made to be, but they're still going to love me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think in our world, we can have this cancel culture mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, where you see someone's imperfections, or you know, you see them do something that's hypocritical to what they say. You know they believe, but you know that's we're human, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's been huge, I think, this year. And well, there's other things.
0: <laughs> there's always more, you know. I know
1: there's always more.
0: I like what you said. The like wedding, wedding mm-hmm. Jesus show you who you are, mm-hmm. and then before when you're saying like leaving room for the becoming. That yes. Yeah, when someone may might look at us or think of the convent from the outside mm-hmm. or think of someone following a vocation to mm-hmm. priesthood or religious life just assumes, like, mm-hmm. they've been holy their whole life. They mm-hmm. don't know anything about anything mm-hmm. other than praying, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Or maybe everyone thinks we're hypocrites. Mm-hmm. I don't really know, but maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I felt like, yeah, during my first year of novitiate mm-hmm. that, like, that really does hit home that, like, okay yeah something definitely did change Mm -hmm. in my life like i'm the Lord spoke this name over me the community Mm -hmm. accepted me but like yeah on the inside like jesus is Mm -hmm. still doing something he's doing a lot and that's okay
1: Mm -hmm. i think that's one thing too i've been learning this year i've become more and more aware of my imperfections Mm -hmm. and weaknesses but i'm also much less afraid of them Mm -hmm. than i used to be i still have my moments you know (laughs) we all do but um Yeah, I've learned Mm -hmm. a lot more and have been able to practice a lot more, not Mm -hmm. to let those things control me or to paralyze me. Yeah, that in my bridegroom's gaze and in his arms, I am safe and I am loved. Mm -hmm. And even if I mess up, (laughs) I'm still (laughs) like, I'm still okay. And it's an opportunity to learn. And I think to my patron, he teaches me that. And I've been even since like receiving my name, I've learned something new about myself and who I'm made to be. Mm. From him, and that's this idea of okay. So, Josetta rose. Another way to think of rose is to rise up, mm-hmm. like to get up. Like Saint Joseph, he wasn't born, you know, mm-hmm. immaculately conceived mm-hmm. like his spouse Mary, right? And he probably didn't plan to be the Savior's, you know, earthly father, <laughs> right? He didn't, probably didn't plan any of those things in his life. But when the Lord, you know, sent his angel and asked him to rise up, to protect our lady, to protect Jesus, you know, he got up, right? Mm -hmm. When the Lord asked him to take Mary as his spouse, he didn't give all these excuses. You know, I can't do this Mm because I'm not that. Mm -hmm. I can't do this because I don't have this quality. You know, I have this weakness. I have this imperfection. I'm not equipped, right? And how many times do we say these things to the Lord? But, you know, Joseph rose. He got up. And he did what the Lord asked him to do. Mm-hmm. And I think through my name, too, that's what he's teaching me mm-hmm. that, like, when he asked me, you know, to do something for him or to be something for him, to whatever, you know, when he asked me to follow him, he's going to give me the grace to rise and to follow him. Yeah, that's something I've been learning this year, too. <laughs>
0: it's beautiful and yeah you're a witness of that to like uh, sisters yeah. oh uh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so anyone is like wondering what like a path of formation is like mm-hmm. it is like like mm-hmm. all the things you were saying of just it is a process of greater freedom mm-hmm. Mike. Mm-hmm. yeah we notice all these things the Lord is at work in us but yeah we're not afraid of them all mm-hmm. that that we become more free yeah in the process so mm-hmm Sister, thank you so much. Yeah, been a delight talking to you. So, thank you for all who Mm -hmm. are listening, and thank Mm -hmm. you, Sister Justa Rose. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll be able to talk again sometime.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun.
0: I hope you like religious life as much as I do. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, contact us at our website, ssfpa.org. He leads,
1: I follow. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.